Hi. Hello, 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 hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Throne Talk Podcast. I am your host, Mikea Janae, and I am I'm honored to be your host. I'm honored to be able to be on this side of glory. Like I'm I'm grateful to be a willing vessel for the Lord in such a urban, organic, authentic way. Um and welcome for those of you who are new. What is the Throne Talk podcast? Uh, the Throne Talk podcast is where I just give my queenly perspective on situations in life to help you all navigate through life. And not just you, myself as well, because life is hard. <laughs> life is definitely, definitely hard. So that's the Throne Talk podcast. It falls up under the Glory Throne Academy, which is the brand or the it is the business that helps you individuals, um, helps individuals to pursue their purposes and callings in life intentionally and confidently. And I'm just so happy to be a visionary um, here on earth to do very purposeful work and to help people do purposeful work as well. All right. So before we get into what we're going to get into today, I need for all of you to, or if you haven't, I need for you to follow the Throne Talk or Glory Throne Academy pages on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. That is Glory Throne Academy, G-L-O-R-Y-T-H-R-O-N-E-A-C-A-D-E-M-Y. That is Glory Throne Academy on Facebook and Instagram. And if you haven't, I need for you to share, like, subscribe, wherever you are watching this podcast from. I need for you to support as much as possible. If you can, please, please, please do that. It would, uh, I will, I will, I would, I would, I don't even know. What is the, what's the grammatical term? Would wear, it's going to be greatly appreciated. Just know that. (laughs) I, I can't, let me just add this in here before we start talking like grammar is difficult difficult especially when you come from the south and you talk and speak slang all the time and it's and it used to drive me nuts when I was competing in pageants because I just for some reason I hated articulating my words to sound super proper when really I just need to say what I need to say and make sure that everybody can understand me and sometimes I don't get the present tense past tense words right and you'll probably hear a few mistakes in this episode you could definitely hear it um, in previous episodes but you know I'm just to the point now where it's like do you understand what I'm saying do you get where I'm coming from that's all I got for you like that's just where I'm at with it Um, I've done my years of being so bent out of shape about not sounding perfect. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So um, we have one more episode left of this year. Yeah, it's almost 2024. October, where did October come from? That I'm really trying to figure out where did it come from? Like... Help me understand. I, I'm still, my mind is still technically in like June. I turned 29 in June 
And in my head, I'm still like celebrating my birthday. <laughs> I'm just like, next month is November? Make it make sense. <sighs> With that being said, we only have one more episode left of this year. December, we are taking a break. And then January, we're going to crank this baby back up. Okay? Um, so... <sighs> Be prepared for the best because the best is yet to come. I also want to give a disclaimer. I am very much in my living room. New setting. Who is this? Who this? New setting. Um, and it's a beautiful, get into this beautiful, beautiful, um, what is it? Uh, uh, a couch. This living room set is phenomenal. I'm giving this disclaimer because I am in my living room. And you may hear some noises in the background. I live with people, real humans who live real lives. So you're going to hear them make noises in the background. That's totally fine. And a choo-choo train. I think I've given that disclaimer a few times before um, on my podcast episodes. And it's really, 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 really loud. So I need for you to try your best, <laughs> your absolute best to drown out the choo-choo train in the background they got to do what they got to do they got to get where where they need to get and same for me <laughs> so same for me so for about 30 seconds just kind of like ignore it <laughs> it's gonna get really loud at some point but yeah it's not gonna stop anything I'm not stopping them they're not gonna stop me okay cool beans one day I'll be out of this space where there's no choo-choo train right beside the place where I live but right now I appreciate where I am and that's just that all right let's get into today's episode today's topic to be or not to be that is the question I don't think I'm, I was supposed to use a British accent for that but get into it to be or not to be that is the question I'm sure y'all have heard that quote before um, from the play Hamlet, even if you haven't watched that play, like you've heard at some point in time, have heard that quote. Well, it's from um, a monologue, if I'm not mistaken, in the play Hamlet. But that first line or that little sentence right there has, um, I've heard it for years since I was younger, to be or not to be. And today we're talking about being in your feelings to be what my kid to be in your feelings or to not be in your feelings when should you be in your when should you be in your feelings to be or not to be that is the question when when am I supposed to be in my feelings my kid and the subtopic is um, knowing when to be vulnerable right? That is what we are talking about. And before I give the details about all of this um, or how I came to choose this topic, I want to talk about the definition of vulnerability. And I'm going to grab my notebook for a second. So the definition of vulnerability to me, how I perceive it, is when you take the time to discover why you feel the way you feel, and articulating that discovery in a very raw and intentional way. I'm going to say it again. Vulnerab vulnerability is when you take the time to discover why you feel the way you feel and articulating that discovery in a very raw and intentional way. One more time, one more time. 
Vulnerability is when you take the time to, to discover why you feel the way you feel and articulating that discovery in a very raw and intentional way, in a very raw and intentional way. Yeah. To be or not to be vulnerable, to be in your feelings. That is the question. Um, the culture says, get out your feelings, get into a bag or not get into a bag, <laughs> get in the bag, get out your feelings, get to the bag, get out your feelings. That is, I know black culture for sure says that that is a mindset that we have adopted recently or probably within like the last one like the past two decades maybe 10 uh, maybe the past decade I, I'm not gonna put a time to it but just know this is a mentality that we have adopted so strongly recently and I, I would like to think that it stems from you know us not having the financial stability that we've always desired or know that we that we were meant to have right there goes the choo-choo train um going back to slavery you know just feeling as though you know financial freedom doesn't belong to us but all we ever had was our raw feelings and emotions and experiences all we ever did was feel (laughs) that's all we've ever done as black people is feel and so now it's just like look we done I think it comes from look we done did all the feeling that we could do we want this money bump feelings (laughs) bump feelings where's the money at I think that's where the whole um get to the bag and get out your feelings um mindset has I think that's where it stemmed from and honestly there's nothing wrong with getting to the bag there's nothing wrong with you know seeking financial freedom because I want that for me I want that for myself but I think ultimately life is about balance it's not about getting rid of one to pursue the other I think it's about knowing when to do what which is what we're talking about today knowing when to be in your feelings or when to be vulnerable and let me just add that being in your feelings um, and having feelings about something is not always the same as vulnerability it's not. I'm going to say that again. Um, being in your feelings and having feelings about something is not always about like it's, it, it. that doesn't mean that you're necessarily being vulnerable because a child can come to you. Right. And and express their emotions and be in their feelings about something or let's just say. Um, let's just say you took their favorite toy from them or something like that right and you see that the emotion or the feelings that they're feeling is they're very upset they're very angry having those feelings and emotions alone does not determine why they are feeling what they are feeling vulnerability is when that child is old enough to articulate or you know equipped well enough to articulate I don't like when you take my toy because my toy actually brings me a lot of joy. My toy helps me, um, this specific toy, um, makes me, it helps me feel safe or let's just say it's like a, 
stuffed animal or something like that. And they're just like, my stuffed animal makes me feel safer. You know, being able to articulate why you feel the way you feel is vulnerability. I remember Pastor Tim Ross on his podcast episode, he was discussing that on the basement. He was just basically saying honesty enough, like just honesty is not, that's not enough. That's not being vulnerable. Right. And we're going to get into some more examples, but I want to talk about why vulnerability, vulnerability, let's, vulnerability, vulnerability, vulnerability. I don't know. But um, why is so necessary? Anytime you want to experience the pureness of something, anytime you want to experience the rawness of something, anytime you want to experience just the simple goodness of something, you're, it's, gonna, it's going to require vulnerability at all times. Point blank period. And if, if it hasn't reached a space where it's raw, is it really real? <laughs> is that the real thing? I think we that's what we want ultimately as people. We want the real thing of everything. We don't want the knockoff. We don't want the uh copy of the real thing. We want the real thing. And anytime you want the real thing, specifically love, I know a lot of people say they want the real thing far as like love. And relationships go. Um, but if you want that, you have to be vulnerable at some point in time. You can't escape it. So this whole get out your feelings and get to the bag thing, know when to get to the bag, but also know when to get to your feelings, to address your feelings and and figure out why you feel the way you feel. Right? Yeah. So I want to talk about why vulnerability is necessary, but how it's not for every moment. And that's that's how I came to choose the topic of to be or not to be, because me, I'm naturally gifted with I'm, I've been gifted um, with the gift of <laughs> vulnerability. I have no problem doing it. It comes natural for me. I believe that's something that God has given me. And I know that is raw and I know that is real and I know that is a good thing, but it has tripped me up in a lot of situations. It has um, hindered me in a lot of situations because I didn't know when to be it. Like I've always been very aware of my feelings and why I feel the way I feel. But when it came down to expressing those emotions or expressing the root of those emotions, I oftentimes, oftentimes I would tell it to the wrong people or I'm telling it at the wrong time or I just didn't know where it belonged, you know? And now I'm just getting to the point, I'm getting I'm getting into the space where it's like you have to be intentional about how you're being vulnerable. When I was looking at the Know For Sure podcast um, with uh, 
B. Simone, Megan Ashley, and the guest was Jackie Hill Perry. They were were talking about how you have to, it's it's necessary, but not for every moment. And so because it's who I am, because it's a because it's a God given gift. I just thought I could do it all the time, and it's like no, you have to learn when to be vulnerable. I want to give an example. So I usually give pageant examples for those of you who are new, but um, I remember when I was competing, each girl has to have a platform, something that she's very passionate about. And usually contestants choose something that is very like heart pulling, um, something that speaks to the heart, something that will move people's emotions and a lot of girls would use someone dying or like someone dying of cancer that they were close to or um something happening to their loved one or them being sick or somebody else being sick or you know the things that will really tug at your heart and there's nothing wrong with that um but I remember I can't remember who I was speaking to, but I was talking to them about um, my experiences or I was talking about, you know, living my life as the daughter of a drug addict, my father, to be exact. And even though they felt what I felt, right, even though they um, they deeply felt my story and where I was coming from, I knew that giving people that level of intimacy about my life could destroy, um, could easily give them the avenue or could easily open doors for them to capitalize off of my pain as well as um, hinder my father from actually recovering if he wanted to recover. So they could easily put me in the um, category of a victim and, you know, not even consider what he's going through. And in in that moment, I was like, I don't know. Like, although this could help me win, although this could set me so far apart from, you know, other contestants, is this the vulnerability? Do they deserve to know this experience? Do they deserve or can they handle who I am or my life outside of the glitz and the glam, the performing well, winning talent awards, and being Mikey and Murphy? Can they handle that? And the answer was no. And I re- remember I was talking to a former Miss South Carolina, I was saying to her because she had someone to pass away in her family from cancer. And I was saying, look, don't allow them to capitalize off of your pain. Like I could tell it was something that she was still deeply struggling with. And I said, don't allow them to just capitalize off of that. And you not actually considered, uh, consider what you've been through and what you've gone through to get to the get to the space and a space that you're still technically trying to get to. Right. So that's when I realized that vulnerability 
is is necessary, but it's not for every moment. It was not meant for me to make it a platform. <laughs> point blank, period. Um, vulnerability, next point, is not always what you want to hear. It's not. It's not always what you want to hear. So going back to my situation with my father, when it came time for me and him to talk about, you know, how his actions have affected me, it it was a very raw place. It was a very real place, but it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty at all. Or when it came down to the relationships that I was in, um, friendships and um, like romantic relationships, when it comes down to communicating with these people that you love, going back to what I said about when you want something real and raw, like such as your relationships, you have to communicate. And when people say communicate, 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 <clears throat> they think it's just you sit sitting down talking to this person and just telling them how you feel or just, you know, let's just talk to Check it off. Uh, check it off the to-do list. No, it's very much you taking the time to do to do the individual work, discovering why. Going back to what I said about, let me get my notebook. Discovering why um, you feel the way you feel and articulating that discovery in a very raw and intentional matter. In a very raw and intentional matter talking to your people the people that you love and care about about like if you've done something to me why it made me feel like this is it made me feel this way getting into the space where you can actually articulate why you feel what you feel with the people that you love and care about and it's not always pretty it's just not sometimes you're going to have to hurt their feelings just to get to the truth. Sometimes you're going to have to hurt their feelings just to get to the truth, just to reveal the truth, just to have a relationship that's true. You're going to have to hurt some feelings sometimes. That's what vulnerability is. It's not always what you want to hear. It's not always. Matter of fact, hundred like 90 percent of the time it's never what you want to hear because we have as humans we have this idea of who we think we are and who we think we are to people until we actually discover that people are wired differently people have gone through their own separate experiences from us and they have their own conclusions conclusions and their own belief systems about things and you don't know how they process life and so when it's time for them to talk you'll hear them better but if you believe I've been this 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 to you and some in a lot of cases we have right if you know you've done things with the from the sincerity of your heart um or if you know that you've done things with good intentions, then yeah, but at the same time, how that person perceives or how they receive or how they process what's been given to them 
makes the difference. You don't speak for them. You don't know why. You don't know how they've digested the lo- the love that you've given them. You don't know how they have. Um, you don't know how they have uh, processed you being in their life, and you have to give them the space and opportunity to communicate that and express that, y'all. I am preaching to myself, like just assuming that you know is very dangerous. Assuming that you know everything that a person feels because you've had your own previous experiences. Yeah, you have an idea, but you never know fully for sure, 100%, never. And like I said, going back to the point, um, it's not always what you want to hear. So it does break your heart sometimes when you're having these conversations with people and you thought you were this to them. And they're just like, no, actually, this made me feel I didn't like that I remember this guy I was dating or this guy I was with he had came to support me at Miss South Carolina and um <laughs> he was like uh his place of vulnerability was um I came and supported you I did so and so I um like this this was his space of vulnerability he was like I brought you your your gift for your birthday all this other stuff. I brought you perfume, Victoria's Secret, and all this other stuff. And I, I felt his sincerity, right? But I had to be honest with him and say, I appreciate all of that. Like, that was one of the best birthdays ever. But if you would have communicated with me more, then you you would know that <laughs> Victoria's Secret makes me break out. Like, the body spray and the body lotion and stuff, I don't use it. And he was like... And I was like, yeah. (laughs) So sometimes, a lot of times, being vulnerable, you're not always going to want to hear what you want to hear, especially when you're having those conversations with the people that you love and care about. All right, point number three, vulnerability takes work and grace. So we, we just discussed that, you know, having conversations with the people that you love and care about or a relationship that you want to genuinely care about you have to communicate right but I feel that communication is irrelevant if you haven't done the individual work like if you don't know you can know the 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 necessity of communication but if you haven't submitted yourself to um, a space of vulnerability or if you haven't reached a point of vulnerability within yourself, it's all in vain. I hate to tell you. There have been times where I know I've done the work. I've reached like the, <laughs> like it can't get any like more real than this. Like it can't be any more raw. These, this is like the truest part of who I am. And I'm expressing this to you. And I'm having a conversation with somebody who hasn't. Or I'm having a conversation with someone who admires my vulnerability, but they feel like they admire it, but at the same time looking at it as a weakness. Because it's just like, if I let you win too much, um, then this is going to fail or this is not going to be good. And Or you're looking at me and you're just like, oh, like I got her or taking full advantage 
of who I am in that moment because I'm being vulnerable and you feel like that's how you'll get your like you'll you'll get one up on me and it's like no it takes work and it takes grace it takes work within yourself you have to do the work within yourself um to actually be effective in life not just not just with relationships but in life if you want to be effective you have to reach a certain place within yourself and you're not going to do that without being vulnerable with yourself like there's no escaping it there's certain things there's certain shortcuts cert, certain shortcuts in life right that could get you there fast but there's certain things there's only one way and to ultimately become a better you you have to be vulnerable there's no escaping it and because it's such a tedious because it's such a draining at times because it's such a uh what's what's the word because it's such a heartfelt heaviness it it makes you want to give up because the more you do work on yourself the more you realize I'm not as put together as I thought and it it'll easily um, influence you to want to run away from yourself but you have to embrace those parts of yourself as well as much as you embrace the better parts of yourself and you have to give yourself grace it's like I know I'm so good at these things or at this but I'm not so good at this God doesn't reveal those parts of you to you to scare you he doesn't he reveals those parts to you for you for your good and and you're going to need grace in the midst of it because it's dark and it's heavy but it's necessary all right kings and queens of ttp i want to take this time to announce that your girl me mykia janae is making jingles now, baby, like Jamie Foxx. And that's on period. That's on Mary Had a Little Lamb, Jesus Sandals, and all the other things that we be saying. Like, I'm out here and I'm in the back. <laughs> but seriously, if you know someone or if you are someone looking for someone to create an intro song or theme song for your podcast or productions, then I'm the girl that you need to see. Because if you did not know, I produced the intro for this podcast and I had so much fun doing it and I want to help other people bring their ideas to life as well. So if this is a service that you are serious about, then you can email me at B-O-O-K-M-I-K-E-Y-A-J-A-N-E-E at gmail.com. That is bookmykiajanae at gmail.com. All right, now back to the show. It is so necessary. So it takes work, but it takes a lot of grace, giving yourself grace. And as you are in it and as you are constantly giving yourself grace and receiving grace from God, it'll allow you to give grace to others in this life. There are certain things now that I used to judge people for 
And I used to be like, couldn't be me. Now, I'm just like, look, it could be any of us. I'm just so grateful for God's grace and mercy. And I'm so grateful that, you know, I did choose better in the time that I did. But if I was dealt a separate or a different set of cards in life, would I have chose, like, would I have chosen better? I don't know. I'll never know. But I'm so grateful for the car, like the cards or the hand that I've been dealt. I'm so grateful for it because I'm just doing the best with what I know about my life. But if I was born in, an, in another situation, I don't know who I would be. <laughs> if I wasn't born my Kia Black, you know, a woman with a face like this or a body like that or to my mom or I, I don't know who I would be. And so when you do the work and you reach those places of vulnerability within yourself, then it definitely allows you to extend grace to other people as well. Um, last point, vulnerability is one of the it's one of the greatest superpowers. So um, going back to the first point, vulnerability is necessary, but not for every moment. Vulnerability is not always what you want to hear. Vulnerability takes work and grace. Last point, vulnerability is one of the greatest superpowers. So going back to the get out your feelings, I'm telling you, I have won so many situations, so many battles, just by knowing when to be vulnerable and realizing that it reaches a place and it, it, it's way more effective than you operating out of ego and arrogance or feeling like you're the best thing that ever, that <laughs> the best thing since sliced bread. I've won so many situa- situations. I want to talk about, um, I have shared a Facebook post and it was basically like, uh, tell me your experience with me or what you feel about me or something like that. And I usually don't do stuff like that, right? I, I could care less because, you know, you feel what you feel. Who, who am I to change it, right, if that's how you feel about me? There was this one particular dude um, who I went to school with who was actually one of my classmates, and um, everybody else was <laughs> everybody else was just, you know, glorifying me and saying how much they care for me, how much they love me, how grateful they are for me, and I'm just like, you know, I'm taking it all in. But this particular person, he had a different experience. His experience was in eighth grade, you, I asked you for your number and you say you didn't have a telephone or <laughs> I asked you for um, your number again and you said you was dating somebody and I knew you wasn't. Either way, he lied. He said I lied. And more than likely, I probably did. And I do remember, I don't remember the details, but I do remember turning him down, right? And... um I instantly for at first I was just like why would you put that out in the open but I mean everybody else put the good stuff out in the open why not I mean it's his truth and that that's how he you know that's how he perceives me even though it was eighth grade I was like bruh that's eighth grade but then I'm just like man like people that was him being vulnerable in that moment publicly I personally wouldn't have did it that way because going back to knowing when to be vulnerable, but I, I think that moment was so necessary for the both of us. And um, and I said, you know, I apologize. I said, I apologize to you 
for that. At that time, I did not know how to just strictly tell you no. And I'm sorry that I lied to you. And, you know, I hope that the little boy, blank, his name, can forgive me. Um, I apologize sincerely. Notice I did not apologize for not giving him my number because in that moment, I did not want to give you my number. I didn't. (laughs) But me lying about it was wrong. And so I apologize for lying to you and not being truthful. And I hope the little boy, because I know like it had to be the little boy and you still speaking up because this is something from eighth grade, right? I apologize. I hope the little boy in you can forgive me. I, I Those weren't my intentions. And when I tell you, I think he, <laughs> I think it threw him for a loop. Like it just threw him for an absolute like absolute loop because he couldn't believe that I was publicly apologizing, but I've reached a point in myself where I know I don't have it all together. And I know I've made some mistakes and I, I won't even live long enough to know all the mistakes that I've made. But if it's ever been brought to my attention in that way, shape or form, especially for black men, because I know um, they don't express themselves enough. I wanted to take that time and opportunity to just publicly affirm him because I didn't want him to feel shameful about it and I didn't want him to still perceive me as that individual and I did want him to know my intentions for that moment in time right now fast forward to about a couple weeks ago (laughs) um fast forward to a couple of weeks ago we had our class reunion and he was out there and he asked me for my number again. And I said, no. And I didn't explain why. I was just like, no, I don't have to explain. And I don't have to lie this time. How he handles that now is totally up to him. And I pray that God guides him on that. What he might perceive as rejection. He might not because he was just kind of like, um, he was like, oh, okay. And he was still trying to talk to me afterwards And I I still was talking to him, like, because I want to be friendly. I want to be cordial, but I don't want to be your woman, point blank, period. That's that. For whatever reason, no, I didn't explain myself. So being real with myself and saying, like, Mikey, you don't have to explain yourself. No. Like, absolute no. So I could have chosen to be vulnerable then right and being like oh because of that that's none of your business no (laughs) so being vulnerable has been one of the greatest superpowers especially now because I know how to use it like it's done me so much good more good than harm because like I said I know when And I know how to use it. All right, let's go to this notebook because I wrote down a lot of notes and I want to get to them before we end this episode. Um, So let's talk about um, vulnerability being necessary, but not for every moment. Um, I, I just briefly want to talk about who to be vulnerable with. Wow. First, Okay, we, we've discussed how to be vulnerable. You have to do the work on yourself. 
meaning you have to be still. You have to take moments of solidarity and discover why you feel the way you feel. You have to allow yourself to feel. Um, So that's point number one. You have to know how to be vulnerable. You have to know when to be vulnerable. Like, is this the proper time? Is the timing right? Am I discerning that this is a good time to release (laughs) this rawness? Um, And then the third point is know where to be vulnerable and who to be vulnerable with, right? So I want to break down those points. Um, Knowing how to be vulnerable, being still, reaching a place of solidarity within yourself, um, eliminating the distractions, stop living life trying to escape all the time. Escape through the means of entertainment, through relationships, through eating all the time or your favorite thing to do and like you escaping from doing the work within yourself is always going to do you more harm than good I can guarantee you that I've done it before I remember I think I talked about this briefly on a previous episode where I had just got rejected by this guy (laughs) he stood me up on a date and I remember feeling just I was having a panic attack literally did not know I was having a panic attack came home Usually I'm not home by myself, but my mom and brother, they just so happened not to be home that day. I got to the door and I got to this hallway right here. In the middle of the hallway, I broke down, started crying. No noise was coming out. No tears coming out. Just a a loud, like a scream, a loud scream that had no noise. And I remember God saying to me, like, it's not time for you to go on dates yet. I need for you to like, basically like be still. So where I thought I was, because I, I had all these feelings and emotions or like for this individual, you know, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I could love you. I could love you. I have these feelings. I have these emotions for you. Um, I, I thought I was doing a good job. I thought I was good. And then God was just like, no, baby, you got some healing to do. <laughs> and I'm gonna show you why. And I remember sending him a text later on that day, like, hey, maybe it's not time for us to go on dates right now. And that was the most rawest thing I ever did. Because it's like I flipped in like two seconds. <laughs> it was like God did a turnaround in like two seconds. And he was, I think he was just like, whoa. Like, wow. Because very seldom are women, like we seek attention a lot. Because it's given to us all our lives, right? And when I told him like, hey, I didn't shift blame. Now, I had sent him like 10, a 10 paragraph text earlier <laughs> after we didn't go on our date, right? But afterwards, when I had that revelation in the hallway, I was just like, yeah, I don't think it's meant for either one of us to go on dates right now. That was so real and so raw. And that's when I started doing the work on myself. I started hiding. I stopped hiding. I stopped running. I stopped trying to get into relationships to mask the pain. I stopped, you know, forcing myself into people's life, which I'm still learning that. But um, it, it, it opened my eyes in that moment. And that is when I learned the difference between feelings and vulnerability. That was, that was the moment. And I was like, oh, this is deeper. <laughs> I got some work to do. So that's how you um, learn to be vulnerable is doing the work on yourself and stop running and escaping um, with these outside sources just so you won't have to deal with yourself. All right, next thing is know when to be vulnerable. So 
um, going back to the example, the example of me being competing in pageants and I, um, didn't want to capitalize off of my pain. Like I, I was very aware of how, um, my father being on drugs, I was very aware of how that affected my life. And I was also very aware that this could propel me, propel me in a way in the pageant industry where it could set me apart from other individuals. But I knew that, um, I knew that they couldn't handle it, which leads to this point that I wrote down. It says, hmm, let me get my notebook out. (laughs) It says, um, Everyone isn't equipped to withstand the rawness of you. Therefore, you must choose who to be vulnerable with and when to be vulnerable with them. Um, And I knew then that that wasn't going back to the situation with my father. I knew that that wasn't like, yes, this is a good story. Yes, um, this is heart pulling, heart tugging. Yes, this could set me apart um, from the other contestants and create uh create this empathetic sentiment sentimental feeling within the audience and the judges however I didn't want to use my vulnerability for that for my um for my successes and yeah also to going back to look I'm all over the place now because the y'all the phone had ended up cutting off because I had ran out of storage. <laughs> Don't judge me. Judge your mama. All right. Um, and knowing where and who to be vulnerable with. So this is something that I'm learning or that I've learned recently is that you need safe spaces to, to be vulnerable. You need safe spaces to be vulnerable, right? And I'm so grateful that I have safe spaces in my life where I can be myself, where I can fully express um, what I'm feeling, what I'm going through, where certain things stem from. But even with those people that God have graced, has graced me with, even they aren't always safe spaces and not because they aren't capable or not because they aren't good people but simply because they are people. Simply put, they're human. They can't always uphold the the heaviness that I carry. Therefore, God graces us with other people to express these things too. And there is a space where only God can reach or a space where only you and God are supposed to have those certain conversations, certain intimate conversations and I'm just realizing that that my people aren't always equipped to handle the heaviness and not just them, vice versa as well. Like I'm not always in the space to handle their vulnerability well because we're all going through life's situations. And it's not saying that they're no longer my safe space or I'm no, lo- no longer theirs, but it's just the timing the timing of it all and realizing that, oh, some of this I'm supposed to keep for myself. Like some of this stuff is for me. Some of this, a lot of this is mainly for me and God, or even when I share things with y'all on the podcast, 
um, I'm just like, man, should I have said that? And then I'm just like, well, you know, I'm learning. I'm giving myself grace, going back to what I said before about giving myself the grace to learn when and how to do it, you know? And um, I'm just so grateful that I've realized that now because I've I've taken this unrealistic responsibility off of the people that I love to just always be there all the time to just take on whatever I have to say about whatever or whatever I'm feeling. And um, also taking that unrealistic responsibility off of myself. Like I'm no one's savior, point blank, period. Like I'm just not. And knowing, not only knowing when to be vulnerable or, but allowing yourself to, allowing yourself to set boundaries for when people always want to be vulnerable with you. I had to come to a certain part of myself to realize like my kid, you can't, you can't handle, you can't handle that. Especially people who refuse to change, you know, or who don't want to change. They just want to talk and express, which is cool. You know, it's just like, that's not your burden to carry. Like you pray, you, you discern if this is something that you're supposed to be taking in right now. So that's something that I'm learning as I'm, as I'm approaching 30. I'm sure you can learn it at any age, but baby, I'm learning it approaching 30. Um, Sometimes God will grace you with the opportunity to be vulnerable with a stranger, but you must discern when. There have been so many moments where I have came across strangers and I found myself opening up to them. And I'm just like, why am I doing this? <laughs> and it's because God literally instilled a grace on me in that moment to say what I need to say. And they could help me get where I need to get in my mind and my thinking and my emotions does not mean, I had to learn this as well, does not mean that this is my constant safe space. It could just mean that this person was graced for this, for this set of emotions at this point in time. This person was graced to me so I could express this and they could help me get where I need to go. It doesn't mean, like I said, that they are my constant safe space, but a moment in time, God will give us, he will give us, he, he gives us moments of relief in a way that I can't even explain. And he will do that. So be looking for that as well, because it's not always going to be the people that you're like closest to. Sometimes it's a complete stranger who will never tell your business ever. They will take it to the grave. Matter of fact, I'm one of those people, you could tell me your business and I'll forget about it until you bring it back up to me. And they'll be like, you remember when you told me? I'm like, oh, girl, I forgot about that, you know? <laughs> um, I think that's it. But um, just remember, anytime you want to, to create an experience, a, a real, true, genuine, raw experience, that you have to be vulnerable. And you have to discern, discern when to be vulnerable, what to do with your feelings. And so this is how, I'm, I'm going to leave y'all with this. Um, this is how you can discern. So pray before you release. Pray before you express. Pray before you just open up to people. Pray about it. Genuinely pray about it. I was listening to the Know For Sure pod again with 
um, featuring Jackie Hill Perry because she was the guest on there. And she was just basically saying that we we don't want to depend on God that much. Where it's just like, God, should I do this? God, should I talk to this person? God, should I text this man? God, should I blah blah? Should I open up? Like we, it's either we don't want to be that dependable on uh on God, or we just don't know how, or didn't know that we could be that dependable. And I said I say all that to say, um, I said all that to say, pray. Simply pray like, God, should I be saying this right now? And being a person, I'm a cancer. I, I know a lot of y'all don't subscribe to horoscopes or zodiacs or whatever. And I, and I don't either. It's just something I identify as at, at certain points in life, but not all the time. Um, but as they say, cancers are full of emotions, right? And because I feel, and that's like my driving force sometimes, I sometimes jump the gun. So me praying has uh, <laughs> has recently been incorporated into my life far as like when to be vulnerable, right? Because it's just like, they didn't need to know that. And why did you tell them that? You know, that's something that I'm, I'm recent, recently learning. Um, pray God will, so for people like me, Let's just say you haven't had, you didn't have time to pray. Like your emotions just got the best of you. You just started expressing. Um, pray that God will go ten steps ahead of you for the times you'll release your vulnerability, vulnerability without thinking. So pray He just goes ten steps ahead of you. There's been so many situations where I'm like, God, all I know right now is what I feel. So I need for you to go ten steps ahead of me and prepare the way for me and make sure I don't self destruct. Make sure I don't, you know reach a point where I allow the enemy to destroy me. And so that's been a good prayer of mine. Go 10 steps ahead of me and not me taking advantage of his grace. Cause I try not to do that. It's not like, Oh, God's going to be there for me anyway. It's just when I get to the point where I'm like confused and all bent out of shape and I'm like worried and I'm going back and forth in my mind and I'm overthinking. That's when I, I'm like, look, I'm just making the best decision I know how to make right now. If I'm making the wrong decision, go 10 steps ahead of me. Um, yeah, I think that's all. This has been a great episode. This has been, if I'm being completely honest and vulnerable with y'all, this was different because I'm in the living room, um, with a whole different setup, not knowing that the freaking phone was going to cut off. The camera was going to cut off because of storage. I, I mean, I knew, but I didn't know. I thought we was, you know, I thought we was good. Um, and this has been a real conversation even me just sitting here listening to myself, I can't wait to hear um, what y'all had to say about this episode, your thoughts. Um, answer the question if you can, or, you know, go to the Glory Throne Academy social media pages and let us know what are your thoughts as far as like the feelings that you have experienced to get to the place of vulnerability, why feelings are necessary um, and we're going to end it with this question to be or not to be. That is the question. So if you ever if you're ever thinking about or questioning if you should be vulnerable in a moment, pray. To be or not to be in your feelings. That is the question. Feelings are great. I should have added this earlier, but <laughs> feelings are great indicators but they're not 
great dictators. However, let it be your incubator. Look at me trying to ride. <laughs> let those feelings lead you to the place in the space where you can meet your purest and rawest, most genuine self. All right, y'all. I'm going to catch y'all for episode whatever the next episode is. I don't even know the number. I think it's 2019. Not sure. But thank y'all so much. Share, like, subscribe, all the things. I love y'all, and I'll catch you for the next episode.